now in 2019, live from Los Angeles, woo, California. You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. In a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now you lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove Just all American dudes Out making power moves yeah. And we're back here in 2019 Oh my god, everyone's so fucking pumped Everyone on the internet is so pumped I, I don't subscribe to the new year being 2019 I think that the new year is when your uh, birthday is. The only thing that 2019 means is that you put a new uh, number on your check. Whenever you write a check, if that's like once or twice a year, I, don't, I guess I don't even write checks anymore. I think we just pay our rent through Venmo and everything else is automated. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's my feelings on 2019. Joining me, as always, is B-Dubs, Brooks Wheeling. Every- Wait a minute, no, B-Dubs isn't here. B-Dubs decided to get up this morning and drive to fucking Mexico, so I was left high and dry all alone. Um, I, I didn't want to bug anyone. I didn't want to bug Pop Man. You know, everyone's trying to get back in the swing of things. We're recording this on January 2nd, and um, people are busy. And getting people to, like, getting some other comedian day of to come over and co-host the show is frankly just a big hassle. And I thought, I'll just do it myself. I got the stones, man. I'm not afraid to fucking carry this show and rock and roll for an hour with you guys all by my lonesome. But instead, I've decided to have Melissa stop in and uh, co-host the program today. Melissa Boyle, how are you doing today, baby? Just great. Oh, boy. You're nervous. So, I'm so excited to be here. Are You are nervous. <laughs> I mean, this isn't my thing. You said so this it's is not it's not what I do. You said this is you said, you said like uh, you said I, I'm not good at this. I'm like, it's just I'm, talking. That's the biggest scam is that if you could just talk for a long time, boom, that's a podcast. And uh, all I need is uh, your lovely, sweet little pea face to sit here. And uh, did I just call you a pea face? You did. Yes. That's it's I meant P.E.A. I mean, I guess that's better. <laughs> so look, I'm not gonna. I'm not expecting a ton from you. I just you want. Shouldn't. I just want your your sweet little attitude uh, as someone to sit next to me while I uh, while I pile through um, what the show is. I don't think you even listen to this, do you? Mm, you no, don't. I I don't. I'm you, sorry. And and why? You have a reason why. Well, because I listen to you and Brooks talk all day long, so I don't need to hear you guys do it on my headphones while I'm at work. Right. Yeah. That is your time alone. Yeah. That is your time away. It is. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't need that encroaching on, on my other time. No, on your other podcast that you enjoy while you're sucking down My Favorite Murders and other murder-related programs. Well, sure. Yeah, those are the best. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best podcast this power move, babe. Come on now. 
you should be you should you should be excited. I think in the future you'll be more apt to listen to it, knowing that you're actually part of the program now. I mean, I didn't I have a little little snippet in you, the last episode about the uh, the cum scrub from my massage. <laughs> yeah, you did yeah. walk through the room <laughs> with a fresh batch of cum scrub. What right. happened to the cum scrub? I left it in the room. You didn't bring it home? I didn't bring it home. That was, I didn't get a picture of that yet. What's the point of cum scrub if I don't get a picture for Instagram? Melissa, come on. It was sitting right there. I want, to, <laughs> I want to remind everyone that uh, there are new Captain Carl's Pizza Ship uh, t-shirts and a mug. There's four colorways. There's red, navy, black, and royal blue. Um, and yes, it is like fucking 20 years too late. But if you are a big fan of Carl Welzine, this is my favorite piece of merch that I've ever made. I made it specifically to look like a, uh, a T-shirt that you would get for 10 cents at a garage sale in 1987. Um, it's actually based off of, uh, there's a place called Mary's Tavern in Gaylord, Michigan. And I actually got a gray beat up uh, bar T-shirt merch piece from a, a garage sale that I was, uh, I was building a pool in these people's backyards. And I found this fucking perfect T-shirt I'm not positive where it is. I'm going to have to check. I think that actual shirt is uh, in the attic of, uh, of my friend Carl, Carl's namesake in, in South Carolina. So uh, hopefully that still exists, and I'm going to find out. If I can get it back, I would love to. But other than that, I've uh, tried to replicate it with the new Captain Carl's Pizza Ship merch. They're beautiful. If you like one, pick it up. Also, I want to remind you that uh, for you Patreon folks, uh, chapter three of Power Moves, uh, Live in the American Dream, USA Style by Carl Welzine. The audio chapter is up on Patreon, and I've also got another uh, a Power Grooves uh, uh, exclusive that's going to go up on there this week. As soon as I get around to editing, it's all recorded and things. Uh, today was a sad day, Melissa. Very sad. Why? Bob Einstein. Who? Um, Bob Einstein was also known as Super Dave Osborne. Um, or also known as Marty Funkhauser from Curb Your Enthusiasm. He has the very deep, gruff voice. Uh, no, nothing. Not no, ringing a bell. While well, we're one, starting not, off with a bang here. I don't, <laughs> I don't expect you. Well, you're 33. I don't expect you to know who Super Dave Osborne is. Yeah, but no you've clue. watched Curb, yes? With you. Yeah, but you were yeah. never a huge fan on your own. No, I never watched it until I met you. Well, he was a, he's Albert Brooks's brother, um, uh, he's his uh, he's his older brother, and he is a comedic genius. Who's uh, brother? Albert Brooks. <laughs> he's a com- <laughs> he's a director and actor. Um, he- legendary person. I mean, this is this. Okay. Is from- okay. okay. Well, right. Albert Brooks, uh, brother of Bob Einstein. Uh, Albert Brooks's actual real last name is Einstein, um, and he died to get today. And it was. He's like 79, I believe, 76, possibly. I get numbers confused and flipped because... Oh, you, you don't say. Not, <laughs> not good with math. <laughs> not a human calculator. But yeah, real, real, real rough loss, especially if you're, you're a fan of... Uh, uh, or you're involved in the, in the comedy world. Um, he was also very uh, frequently described as a uh, comedian's comedian, where, you know, comedians... We, you know the judgment that we pass throughout the day here in the uh, oh sure in the in the manor here. So you guys actually like him? We actually like him, okay. as opposed to him just being popular. We actually hold him in very very high regard. Gotcha. I mean, and if you don't, you know, fuck off. It's he's a fucking genius. Not only 
did he pass away? But this one actually got a lump in my throat this morning. Mean Gene Okerlund, um, legendary uh, commentator, interviewer for WWE and, and a big, big part of the wrestling world. If you're a huge wrestling fan or if you're just into big into uh, wrestling nostalgia, Mean Gene Okerlund is an absolute legend. All of those great interviews with people like Macho Man and Hulk and everyone fucking loved this guy. Um, just a, a wonderful Big, big part of my childhood. He also passed away today. Rest in peace, Mean Gene. Uh, it, it couldn't. I'm sure you don't know who Mean Gene is. Uh, yeah, no. Melissa, eventually we're going to get to something you do know about. <laughs> I mean, you just got to ride it out. Just ride, just ride it out. I mean, you want to talk about some unsolved mysteries or some murder stuff, then we can this really, is, that's not, really have a good conversation. You know what? We're going to get into some crime and some okay, and some and right. some uh, some violent uh, things that are in the power in the power news you can use later on in the show. Okay, cool. So you might enjoy those. Sure. But very, very fucking sad day. Two huge losses. Uh, another I'm reason. Sorry. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh. Something that you're not sorry about so is it's a lot of things, but what is this one? Is that I canceled the red zone, Melissa. Oh, thank God. Melissa just hates my fantasy football addiction with a huge passion. Well, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this have wives that probably hate it just as much as I do. And it's it, it, what is it? What is it? What what is it that brings me so much joy that you want to take it away from me? Why why it, why do know, why do you not, not want me to feel pleasure and enjoy my take life? Take it away from you. It's just I want it out of my life. You get you do get shunned for the good portion of Sundays throughout the season. One hundred percent. And that's not because I dislike you. It's just because. I have a... You like football a little bit more. <laughs> See, there's a difference between like and love. I love you more than anything in the whole world. But during the football season, on Sundays only... You like football more than me on Sundays. Yes, it's kind okay. of... Well, also Monday night, also... And then thir Thursday thir night. Thursday? Thursday night, yes. But you usually don't get home. That's the wonderful thing about living in Los Angeles is that... Well, I also... Um, the games I, end earlier. They so, end earlier, but I also choose to stay late at work those days. <laughs> oh, is that get, what you're doing? And get more work done on football days. Staying late at work, having a cold one off the clock. Yeah. Yeah. After 5 p.m., we can get a beer or a glass of wine, and so I get more work done it's from so, 5 to 7. That is... It, what a delight. I mean, I you you work very very long hours it, during the holiday season. It's a very stressful time here in the house because uh, Melissa will work like 12, 14 hour days, busting her ass because she's a boss lady. But your bosses are so nice. They're they're so nice. They're two of the nicest uh, employers to work for that I've ever met. And you get to have after five o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's totally acceptable. As grown fucking adults, you can go get yourself a beer or yeah. a glass of wine or Just two walk, or three. Walk right into the kitchen. And they're in there. Yeah. Sometimes Tim's like four o'clock. He's like, fuck it. I'm over today. And he pours himself a, a beer. And that's how it should be. Yeah. And I don't understand if you have a boss that doesn't let you drink after 5 p.m. at your job and you're a goddamn grown up. You're not getting bonkers. You're having two, three fucking cocktails to try and take the edge off and you're staying late 
you got it. You got to make your boss do this. If you're a boss, if you're an employer, you got to let your employees have a have a cocktail after five o'clock. Also, it's dark. It's like in the winter time. It's dark and depressing. Oh, it you, starts at you like four thirty. You need it. You it gives you a taste of home because that's the whole reason why you want to get home is to have that after work drink. Also, a good boss, when he sees that you're in a terrible fucking mood and everyone is pissing you off, Mm -hmm. looks at you and says, hey, I think you should go take a a long lunch and get a cocktail. Great. Yeah. That's how you, and and then what happens? You come back. I come back and I'm in a better mood. And you're in a better mood. And I'm nicer to everybody. That's exactly correct. And you can have a little mean streak in you sometimes. Yeah, it can be (laughs) kind of mean. (laughs) I wanted to say fuck off to... um, Supermarket dad uh, from the, if you've listened to uh, episode four, um, one of my fantasy football uh, uh, players, teammates, what what have you, um, he offered me uh, Will Fuller for Tyler Lockett today. Um, this is only interesting to like 5% of you, so I'll keep it brief. Not me? Nope. Not interested to, nope. not interesting to you, but you got to check out uh, episode four because uh, one of, one of my guys, um, gets in a road rage incident that escalates into him knocking someone out in in a grocery store in Freeland, Michigan. And it, it I think that is, you know, me and Brooks talked about doing like awards for the year. That's my hands down favorite story from the, the Power Moves show for, for the whole fucking year. You, you got to check it out. But also, he's a dangerous man. And I'm going to stand up and be brave and tell him, hey, fuck you, dude. Not trading you Tyler Lockett for Will Fuller. Because that's the beautiful thing about dynasty football. And I'm sure you enjoy that, Melissa, is that throughout the entire year, it never stops. Like when people play, it's, uh, you know, just regular fantasy football. Your team's done at the end of the season. You get a new team the next season. But in fan- in dynasty, whoo, boy, you are trading off season. Is that the is train that keep on rolling? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, I play in a big boy league. Does that uh, turn you on? That I'm in a, a 14 team uh, keeper league. 12 years, 12 year old league, 14 teams, pretty deep. I mean, it's real man's fucking fantasy football, right, baby? Don't care. All right. <laughs> One more airing of grievances. I noticed that the movie March for Death, starring Steven Seagal, is 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Made me mad. I mean, some. Little things like that will get stuck in my craw, and I'm just fucking red hot all day, mad that that beautiful film is 22%. Who rated that? That it's got the screw, it's got screw face. It, Melissa, Wait, are you movie? a big fan? March for Death. March for Death is part of uh, the Steven Seagal uh, heralded trilogy, including Out mm, for Justice, no. March for Death, and I forget the other one because I'm trying to explain to you what March for Death is. Boy, wow. I mean, this is you've never seen it. Do you want to watch it later? Do you want to watch Marked for Death later with me? Can I pick something else? Can you give me another option of something nope. to watch later? You cannot. You know, we did watch um, that I caved in. I was, a, I was against it. Um, we watched Bird Box. Bird Box, yes. Bird Box this week. And I initially told you. I don't you, like that title for that movie. You know what I like is that it, uh, it sounds like a 1920s gangster insult. Like, shut up, you Bird Box. Hey, get over here. <laughs> or it's, it's a great insult. Just call someone a bird box. It's also a good sexual euphemism for your in the lady parts. Yeah, check out that bird box. I mean, a <laughs> box in general. She got that nice bird box. No? 
Do you well, wouldn't... A little bit. Can I call yours a bird box? No. No. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let me see. Come on. Give me some of that bird box loving. Nope. I don't think so. Wow. I'm going to be in trouble now. <laughs> That's... Someone's going to come back with some backlash, think I'm uh, I'm sexually uh, abusive with my language around the house. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mouthy motherfucker. It's, it's, you can take a lot of things. The, thing, the things that come out of our mouths all day long for me and Brooks in the house. I yeah, think I is, kind of just tune it out. You must, you've gotten so callous. <laughs> you must have just gotten so callous to that completely. Yeah, I'm kind of dumb inside to all of it. <laughs> You're just going through life numb inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shell of a human. Yeah. You're the first lady daddy to be on the program. Lady daddy. Yeah, you're a lady daddy. Ooh. And everyone's a daddy. See the the the, the uh the female fans, uh the male fans, How trans fans. How many female fans do you have? A lot. Really? Yeah. It's it's really um incredibly large for what type of show this is. I think that there's a lot of women who um that's why they're called lady daddies. They're just, you know, everyone's the same. It doesn't matter if you're a dude or chick, but fucking whatever. If you're, if you're a bird box, <laughs> whatever you are, uh, people flock to this type of entertainment that I uh, put out into the world. And I know you're so proud of my, uh, of my uh, filth scumbag uh, radio show that I do here out of the, out of the apartment. And um... I mean, I... <laughs> was a fan of dad boner before i even met you that so. is true see you were already a lady daddy before anything <laughs> even happened that's fucking amazing i forget about that that you actually were a huge dad boner fan I, before I we was. met yes we met on um bumble, bumble. <laughs> i don't like to talk about it <laughs> i hate it i hate that that happened I hate that we met on Bumble. <laughs> Why? Because it's just, it seems so cheap. It just it seems, does. it's its not interesting. It's also like, it makes us look like, well, these people were both pretty desperate and uh, it worked out for them. Bumble. To resort to a dating app. Uh-huh. My coworker just got engaged and she met her boyfriend or fiance on Bumble. So it's not a terrible thing. <laughs> Did you know that people are doing bird box challenges? Do you know that's a thing? What kind of challenges? You know, well, they wear the blindfolds. blindfolds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything about the film, but, um, you know, it's they can't see stuff. They got to wear blindfolds. That's just the basic premise is these people have to wear You're going to die. So people are doing it. People are making viral videos of driving their cars and shit. That's with, really fucking with, stupid. It's <laughs> That's really stupid. Yeah. So... Netflix had to send out a tweet that says, can't believe I have to say this, but please do not hurt yourselves with this bird box challenge. We don't know how this started and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019 and it is not that you end up in the hospital due to memes. <laughs> Jesus. Stupid fucking idiots are driving around with blindfolds on, seeing how long they can drive, not not seeing at all. Can you imagine doing that in LA? No. I mean, probably in like open road, Michigan, whatever, you could probably get away with it a whole lot longer than you right, could here. Right. But here there's a car every 10 feet. Yeah. You wouldn't make it. You, you could do like one second and then um, you're going to be fucking dead. Right. <laughs> 
Um, if you joined us last week on the program, I, I understand a lot of you, uh, you're on holiday. Uh, it's not podcast time. It's it's uh, family time. It's uh, friends time. It, and podcasts uh, are traditionally listened to by people at work. Um, but you got to check out last episode with uh, Jesse Pop. We go and we, we Pop were, man. The Pop man. We record uh, live from the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo, and we had a blast. Uh, Pop man, uh, Melissa's friend Emily, Pop man dates, and, uh, and myself. We had a we had a wonderful steak dinner. We had a wonderful time in the hot tubs and whatnot. But on the way home, um, stopped at Chili's in Ventura. I, I mean, we can't not stop at Chili's when we pass one, right? Right. You understand. I, I understand how this works, and that's one of the reasons I, I like you so much. Is that you know that I'm getting some fucking chilies? Yeah, and and we... and, and I, I I also like this that this is um you're you're proving that I don't make up the shit. I love to go to chilies so much that I am super uh, pumped we, and excited. We went on a 25 minute walk in Monrovia to stop at chilies before we came home. The same chilies after. We were at a pizza party and ate a bunch of food. And we still we went to and Chili's. We still went to Chili's. Yes, we went to Chili's afterwards and ate um, more queso dip and garbage after we shoveled our faces right. with fucking pizza for yeah. four hours. Yep, that's how deep the addiction goes. I'm trash, and you help. <laughs> You're not I quite mean, as I, trash. I don't, I don't stop it. No, you don't stop it. I mean, even if I tried, I probably couldn't. You took me to. Um, Chili's in that Chili's in Monrovia for my birthday last year. I did. Went to watch watched a Michigan State football game and mm-hmm. went t- 25 minutes in an Uber. That's yep. like it's like fucking 40 40 bucks. It's expensive, but that's <laughs> that was that was one of those things that just melted my heart. That's a price you pay for love. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the Southwest egg rolls? Is that what they're called? Yes. They have way too much flavor, like too many, <laughs> too many flavors in one thing. You did say this. I've never heard anyone, anyone say that before, that there's too much flavor. It's too much. You're not a fan of bold flavors. I like bold flavors. I don't know. I like chili cheese Fritos. Correct. That's a bold flavor. Yes. But there's something about You those. like hot wings? I, you love I chicken wings more than anything. I love chicken wings. Right. Yeah. But for some reason, the Southwest egg rolls. It just really rubs it's too much the, pow- They're it's too just, powerful. It's too much power. There are too many different combinations going on, and it's not, they don't, I don't like them. You got a corn in there. You got a bean. You got you meat. Got spinach, you got a spice. You have like, Is there spinach in there? I think so. I've never heard anyone say they don't like the Southwest egg rolls. We're going to have to reevaluate our relationship, I think. Mm. This is, it might be a deal breaker. That, that's what's going to end this? That could be it. Okay. <laughs> this, your, your, your lack of like for Southwest egg rolls could be the nail in the coffin. And, and if you want to think about it, you know, we'll get back to this I'm off gonna, the I'm air. Gonna, We're going to talk about this off the air. I'm going to hold strong to my opinion, though. All right. We went and saw um, the new Stan and Ollie movie. We did. Which um, my favorite comedic duo of all time, Stan Laurel. And Oliver Hardy. They're I, on our wall. They are on our wall. I lo- it's a Sons of the Desert movie poster. Um, one of my top five movies of all time. I fucking... And this movie has Steve Coogan and, as Stan Laurel and um, 
John C. Riley as Oliver Hardy. And as a super fan, you get lost in those two guys. They did such a spectacular job. You, not a big, you don't, you don't know much about. Almost nothing. No, Laurel and Hardy, like I, I forced you to watch maybe the music box or a couple snippets of things. Mm-hmm. But for someone shoving like oldie time black and white comedies down someone's throat is not an easy fucking pill to get down there in their fucking craw. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it almost seems boring right. sometimes, but, but you it like was the movie. a great movie. But beforehand, yeah. we uh, we go to this place called Stella Barra and they have Detroit style pan pizza with Chicago Jardinera on it. And it has become my favorite pizza in Los Angeles. It's the best. It's the best. It's so fucking good. But every time we go, we go for happy hour and you yes. can get a slice for three ninety five. Every single time for some reason. And I don't know if it's the, re- the way that they cook it, that it's too difficult. I don't know. But we get an entire pizza every time. A whole pizza. We ask for slices, which would be squares. But we ask right. for two squares and they give us a whole fucking pizza. And then it's... Uh, we, we can't eat it all. And I always because have to you, get the meatball. Because you always have to I, get the meatball. The meatball's really good. And then we want to have popcorn at the movies. But we always have this leftover pizza. So it's always this mad dash to try and find a homeless guy outside on um on Sunset Boulevard to and give this pizza to. And you would think finding a homeless person on Sunset Boulevard would be super easy. It is so difficult. And any other time ever... You can't walk 10 feet, sadly, in Los Angeles without, without seeing a whole pile of them. And every time I try and give away this pizza, and this time I just couldn't find someone. I mean, we're trying to make the movie. I'm sprinting two, two, blocks, two blocks trying to find someone because I don't want this pizza to go waste. It's so good, but also you don't want leftover pizza in your purse your expensive fucking purse. No, I'll put a lot of shit in my purse, but leftover pizza, I might draw the line. I will put bottles of wine in my purse. Correct. Um, you have a large purse, and it comes in handy for us to bring well, in movie wine. I can't buy a purse that can't fit a bottle of wine in it. Right, because how else would we bring wine into the movies? Right. But that pizza is so good, it makes me sad to throw it away. And this yeah. time I had to just kind of set it there and hope that someone scooped it up. And sometimes the the bums don't even want your food. Homeless Melissa bums. Hobos? <laughs> hobos. I think hobos some people think is is offensive but uh I don't. I like the I Everyone like Everyone finds everything offensive I, these days. I know, I know, I know. We we try to walk a line here. We try prostitutes. All right. Hookers, you know what? Sex workers. How are, I'm going to have first woman on and you're going to be the one that gets my show in trubs. You're going to get me me tooed. Woman's going to get my show, me too. Come on now. You refer to my vagina as a bird box. <laughs> if just, you're going to get yourself me too, it's I on asked, you. I asked if that was okay. I didn't just say it. We are, uh, we are having some more, uh, more questionable uh, things going on in the front of our apartment. We've uh, talked about uh, the guys that have been setting our gas grill Ugh. and turning it on. And then just leaving it on with matches and weird shit all next to it. Oh, I still have that picture. You should post it with the emoji creepy lighter and the Virginia Slim. That's perfect. I will put that up on uh, the Power Moose podcast Instagram. This week, there was a fucking uh, a giant like 
raven claw that had been ripped off of the bird and it looks like it looks like snow crab it's the size of snow crab legs but those are just the little toes from this raven's claw and it looks like some sort of weird voodoo curse and it was on our front walkway for no reason like that and i mean ripped off and we have a lot of coyotes and i'm guessing one got a hold of a giant fucking bird but that seems difficult Seems difficult. Maybe it was the weird old lady across the street that we found standing outside putting a curse on the house. She did put a curse on our house. Maybe that is it. Maybe that's it. I didn't think of that. Anyway, I'm going to put that up on the Instagram. You can check it out on my uh, Pizza Nacho 69 Instagram also. It's fucking terrifying. And then last night, we uh, for no reason, we've got these, uh, these sticky beads that fall out of the palm tree and litter our yard. But those were all gone from a specific place and my little planters of succulents that I have that I lovingly care for and adore. One of them was broken in half and uh, our ashtray was all moved to the side and there's a weird jacket on our on our front porch. We have a quaint little cute front porch and it, it's there's there's just this random jacket there and I don't want to touch it because it's still it, there. It's germs. It's gross. I can't touch it. I don't know what it is, but um. I like to put all these things out here just in case we get murdered that, you know, several thousand people will, will all have heard of it and may come to avenge my so you death. you like the murder stuff too. <laughs> Not when it's me. Um, uh, fucking, uh, one of my favorite things to complain about is, uh, the social media end of the year brags that like celebrities or pseudo celebrities put up where it's just had a great year, was in 47 movies, did this, did that got a new car, bought a Ferrari. It made me so mad. I, uh, there's really no point to this. We just got to move on. I mean, what I hate about everybody's <laughs> Instagram posts about the new year is 2018 was so rough, but it was so great. On to the next one. Uh -huh. Like, shut up. It's all the same shit. <laughs> it's all this next year, 2019, all the same shit. Melissa, let's check in with our buddy, Bill Big Toilet. Oh, cool. Big Toilet. You love Big Toilet. You're a big fan, aren't you? You're a big, 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 uh, big toilet fan? Big, 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 big toilet fan. All right, let's check in. Big Toilet got the hammer down, heading up to Tennessee to a cabin. Gonna play lots of drinking and play lots of euchre. That's what Toilet gonna do. So... Best wishes to Big Toilet. Remember, Big Toilet was gone for a long time, and it's good to hear him back. He's not dead. No, no, not dead, and he's in he's in a good mood. Motherfucker drove play, to Tennessee to go play, play euchre. euchre. If you're from the Midwest or Michigan, you Is know. Is euchre a Michigan thing? It's a super Michigan Is thing. That, okay. Most people don't know how to play euchre, but if you're from Michigan, you know that. I mean, euchre, euchre tournaments with, with my buddies like Big Toilet would turn into fist fights sober, like after school. I remember one day... I, um, Carl would cheat at Euchre and I wasn't very good yet. And I was semi new to the game mm -hmm. and I knew he was cheating because he just fucking won every single game over and over and over again. Him and his partner fucking cheat, cheat, cheat. And he looks like he I, cheat I, <laughs> I blindly punched Carl in the throat as hard as I could. And then Carl punched me in the, in the, in the side of the head, just cold cocked me like full on fist fight sober after, after like 11th grade after school. That's how fucking heated Euchre tournaments get in Michigan. Uh, let's talk about some power foods. Um, 
you can check this out on the Power Moves uh, Insta. Uh, Bean Snake, otherwise known as Bean Tooth, otherwise known known as uh, Captain Bean Snake, uh, Snake Tooth, etc., uh, etc., et goes on and on. He was at a holiday party and someone brought their dish to pass. That someone's dish to pass they brought was okay. You take a paper plate, right? Okay. And you sprinkle it with a handful of flaming hot Cheetos and a handful of Funyuns, and then you I like Funyuns. And then you drizzle Easy Cheese all over it. That was what someone brought, and he ate like three plates of it. <laughs> Who and the fuck brought that? I don't a know. Dish to pass. I don't know. But was like, it like in a casserole dish? Or it was just like the bags of Cheetos and Funyuns. <laughs> I don't and know Cheez-Wiz. how it was transferred to the party, but I know that this was specifically for this reason. And he ate two plates of it. He actually, I know he ate two plates because he ate one, and the photo he took wasn't good enough. Just like I'm a psycho. If you yes. know, if you follow my Instagram story on Pizza Nacho sixty nine, it's just basically everything that I eat or anything that I think is just scummy and weird. He. Uh, he ate two plates, and, and he's an in-shape dude. I mean, this guy's he's yoked. Of all of my friends, Beantooth is the leanest, meanest fucking guy. And, uh, boy, he, he shoveled those down, and I guess he can deal with it because he's not a fatso. Let's get into some power booze. Um, this is just a, a call to action more so than anything. There's a, a brewing company in Kansas City, Missouri, called Double Shift Brewing Company. And someone brought this to my attention. You know what they have? They have Power Moves beer. And you know what it is? It's a hazy IPA. It's my favorite beer. Those are the best. And the logo looks like a Power Moves logo. And I I just want to know. I want to know, is it inspired by the Carl Welzine saga? Or is it just organic? I don't care. I think it's awesome and I want some. So basically... Where where is this? It's called uh, Double Shift Brewing Company in Kansas City. So... uh, Tweet at them. Tweet at them to give me some free beer. I'd or, like some free beer. Or give me some sponsorships. It's not a lot to ask. I'm promoting them right now for no reason. For free. Mm-hmm. In the hopes that they'll do the right thing and send me some of that delicious Power Moves Hazy IPA. My favorite fucking beer. Look at that. That's a promo. That's that's a pro promo, Melissa. <laughs> that, see, this is the kind of thing that's going to get us out of the poorhouse. We're going to be balling. We're not Hazy poor. Hazy IPA. <laughs> We're not poor, but that's uh, that's all I have. I'm trying to get rich off of a, an independent brewing company giving me some sort of sponsorships. Let's get into some power news you can use. This was a uh, interesting story. Um, I talked to a listener about this back and forth on the Instagram. Uh, she sent it to me, Lady Daddy. And uh, I, I, I told her, I said, I don't know if I can make this okay because it's, this guy is psychotic looking. And, uh, and, um, but but we, we both decided in tandem that uh, as long as I dealt with it sensitively and because um, we have a female contingent on the program today. I'm going to do the story. Kentucky man charged with throwing Christmas ham at woman. All right. London, Kentucky. Authorities say a Kentucky man has been arrested after he threw a ham at a woman during an argument over which day Christmas dinner should take place. <laughs> Wave TV reports that David Brannon, Brannon was arrested Sunday after he tried to flee from police officers who reportedly 
who reported to a home on a domestic dispute call. So this fucking psycho, he um, picks up an entire Christmas ham. Honey baked? I, it doesn't say. Wow. If, it, if it's not honey baked, straight in the trash. Right. And, and he, he blasts this, his, his wife or girlfriend in the face with the whole ham, as well as several items um, from the table. But it's over what day Christmas dinner should be. That was well, the Well, I want to know, is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I don't what know. What was his opinion? Um, apparently, let's say this This happened on, um, it's posted on December 25th. So I'm guessing that this um, this happened on Christmas Eve. So what I'm putting together is that this couple was having a fucking rock and roll blasted on booze fucking argument on Christmas Eve because this guy didn't want to have Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. So he picks up the whole ham and blasts her with it and then gets fucking arrested. What a piece of shit. And he looks like a complete psycho. Wait, can I see? Yeah. 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 Take a peep. Look at this fucking psycho. What a dirt bag. Yeah. What an absolute dirt bag. You bring up a good point though, Melissa. Was it honey baked? Because those hams that are just all one piece and you have to slice it yourself. Mm -hmm. Remember when you were a kid, you'd have those. It's just a salt factory, big, thick cuts of ham. Fucking trash. It's trash. After We only had honey baked ham. We didn't. I didn't have honey baked. I thought honey baked ham was for rich people. Like I thought only rich people went to the honey baked ham store because my mom would just buy, bless her heart, good cook, but she would just buy a ham because it was less expensive and and you know we weren't we didn't grow up rich and um boy after you have uh, a honey baked everything else everything else is complete garbage we didn't have one this year yet and i'm still upset about it and i'm still going to get one because we were out of town how else am i supposed to make soup melissa have you uh gone to honey baked ham and gotten a sandwich from there yes those are good it's fantastic let's move on this is from the new york post Woman farts in store, pulls knife on offended customer. What? <laughs> Give her a peek. <laughs> Wait, so she farted. I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you. This is and it's this is proper uh, New York Post writing. He smelled it and she dealt with it. Wait, where is this? What do you think? I'm going to give you a guess what state this is from. Florida. There you go. (laughs) See, you don't have to listen to the show to know that most of these stories are from Florida. A Florida woman who passed gas in a convenience store pulled a knife and threatened to gut a man who complained about it. Shanetta Yvette Wilson, 37, was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. He said he was going to gut him. You can't gut someone without killing him. Police mm-hmm. arrested her on Sunday and booked her at a detention facility. Her bail set at $2,500. Police say the alleged cold... That's an expensive fart. <laughs> Police say the alleged colon culprit threatened the customer, John Walker, when he complained about her flatulence while standing in line together at a Dollar General store in Denia Beach, according to an affidavit obtained by the Miami uh, Herald. Walker got into a verbal argument with Wilson in reference to the defendant farting loudly. <laughs> Wilson reportedly took a knife out of her purse and threatened to gut the man. She held the knife in her right hand and motioned in a way that looked like she was going to stab him. It was not clear if Wilson had a lawyer. <laughs> so she's standing in line at a dollar store. 
Just fucking rips ass. Ripping ass. Some guy's like, hey, man, that's fucking gross and smells really poorly. And she pulls a knife out and says, I'll fucking gut you. <laughs> it's a power move for sure. I don't, oh, for sure. I mean, if if she didn't actually have the intent to stab him and she's just like showing out, mm-hmm. like it's pretty funny. Like, fuck you, I'm going <laughs> to fart wherever I want. It's pretty funny. She has two te- uh, two tattooed teardrops. Um, so uh, well, so you probably don't want to fuck with her. Probably not. I would I would go ahead and uh, and stay away from that. Moving on. Dallas man's Christmas Eve carjacking spree involved demanding tacos at gunpoint. There you go. Take a take a peep at this winner. Look, he's all fucked up from the cops. Jeez. <laughs> A Dallas man spent Christmas Eve attempting to carjack drivers at gunpoint and demanding they take him to get tacos. (laughs) Roberto A. Canamar Garza, 26, was arrested on four counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and one count of aggravated kidnapping. According to the arrest warrant affidavit, he started his afternoon uh, crime spree by jumping into a vehicle, brandishing a handgun, and demanding the driver take him to get tacos. Fearing for his life, the driver stopped, dropped a Canamar Garza off at a tire shop, and drove away. So, the whole point of this, like, what would you do? Would you go get the? Would you get this fucker the tacos while he's pointing a gun at you? Why would you take him to a tire shop? How did he get out of the car at the tire shop? I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. The I point mean, those is, aren't tacos. I mean, that's a man who wants some fucking tacos. That's like a like Rich O'Toole. Like in <laughs> Rich O'Toole. <laughs> Rich O'Toole does the theme song for the program. Great country artist. Uh, good friend. Loves tacos so much. Uh, and he's not a violent man, but if he was, this is basically the criminal version of Rich O'Toole. Hey, give me some fucking, take me to the fucking taco store, motherfucker. You got to get them. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. th- think about how desperate we are when we've gotten Taco Bell uh, postmated here and it costs us like $37. Yeah, I did that with Wendy's the other day. Correct. We talked about it on the program. Uh, but Taco- well, I don't listen. So I, I, underst- I, I understand that. I understand that. But think about how desperate you are when, you, when you'll pay $37 for Taco Bell. If you don't have $37 and you really want Taco Bell and you love it, maybe you're going to point a gun in someone's face. Maybe. Moving on, Macaulay Culkin to legally change his middle name to Macaulay Culkin. This is real. He tweeted. What? He tweeted this as some fucking gag, and I don't. I do not. I. Uh, I do not doubt that he's going to do this. Um, he ran like a, a a little contest where people could pick what his new middle name was going to be. So, his new name legal. He's doing this legally. Will his new name will be? Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> he's out of his mind. I mean, he's had some drug problems, correct? Yes. But he looks pretty cleaned up in that new Google advertisement. Oh, where he does the Home Alone yeah. shit? Yeah. My big beef with that commercial is that man, like Macaulay Culkin Home Alone as an adult is definitely going to smoke some bowls. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's going to be drug use going on, like on his parents' bed while he's jumping up and down. He's going to be real fucking happy because all the dope he did. Yeah, he, and raiding the liquor cabinet. Right. All of it. He looks good, though. He's not jumping on that stupid bed again. No, but I, I think th- I, I wish him well. I love Macaulay Culkin, and 
You know, like his brother is an incredible actor. Kieran. Kieran Culkin. Everything that that guy's been in in the last year has been, he's been just spectacular. Succession. Succession. Yeah. And the David Koresh program. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Right. And then there's like a third thing. Um, if if Kieran Culkin could get his act together and become like a stellar top tier actor, Macaulay Culkin should at least deserve a little something. A little something. I mean, that Google ad had to pay a lot of money. Oh, sure. But obviously he needs some money where he's he's drawing attention to him to himself by uh, changing his legal name to Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin. <laughs> so stupid. I'm Michael. Michael Burns, Mike. <laughs> I can't even do it. I'm Michael. Michael Burns, Burns. Melissa, I don't know that I, I would. Melissa, Melissa Boyle, Boyle. <laughs> it's so idiotic. It's so, it's that's like, but that's drug behavior, or like, or drugs left over in the system that makes your brain think like that. I think it's funny. I'm for it. I just want Macaulay Culkin to be fucking healthy. That's like some Amanda Bynes shit. Remember her? Right. Oh, the Amanda Bynes' downfall is sad, but also very, very wild. And she's she's trying to come back, right? Yeah, I think she's doing better. She still has me blocked on Twitter, though. <laughs> you you're blocked by Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes blocked me on Twitter. Oh wow, that's rad. You don't. What do you have? Like thirty followers? Sixty nine. <laughs> Sixty nine. And you did you stop? Did you make yeah, it private? Yeah, my, my Twitter is private, and I don't, I haven't approved anyone else after 69 followers. You're the best. All right. Man fires gun. See, once you get in the groove, Melissa, see, I told you I was just going to talk and act like an asshole, for, and you just got to sit there once in a while and say a couple words. Not so hard, right? It's just like everyday life. This is a great story. Man fires gun into Taco Bell because he didn't get enough sauce. Another taco story? This is another taco story. Of course, you can never have too many taco stories and... God damn it, you can certainly not have enough fucking uh, Taco Bell stories. I think 30% of this show is just me talking about Taco Bell. This is from Oklahoma City. Police in Oklahoma City say they're looking for a man who fired a gun into a Taco Bell after he didn't get the sauce he wanted. I understand the anger. Not right, but I understand when you don't get enough fucking sauce or the right sauce. Holy shit, you ruined my fucking Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. Taco, Taco, Bell, Bell. Taco, yeah, it'd be Taco, Taco, taco Bell, Bell? No, Taco, no, see, it's hard. You gotta make your- Taco, Taco, Bell, Bell. Taco, Taco, Bell, Bell. So it's Taco, Taco, taco Bell, 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 Bell. Authorities say the confrontation happened after 1 a.m. Monday. Well, that's when things happen at Taco Bell. After 1 a.m. on a Monday. Just getting started at Taco Bell. This is on New Year's Day. Uh, no one was hurt, but a drive through window was shot out. It's fucking insane. Another taco and guns. Like, I mean, these people are fucking crazy for I gotta do them both. They're too good. Employees told police the man was in a vehicle at the drive-thru when he started yelling about not getting enough hot or taco sauce when he ordered. He then opened fire before going into the restaurant. Workers told police they locked themselves in a bathroom and that the man eventually left. They then called... 911 police don't have a description of the man, but anyone uh, anyone with tips should contact Oklahoma City Crime Stoppers at 405-235-7300. So, I mean, this is one of those instances where it's semi-understandable what happened, but certainly not okay 
We That's why people ask for more. Well, this is why people want like gun law. They, they, they want guns so bad. And I've talked about how like I, I like shooting guns, shooting guns. If you it's like fun. it, it's super fun, but I don't need them. I don't need to have them just because something's great. Doesn't mean you should do it all the time. Oh, we don't need a gun in this no, house. We do not need a gun in this house. And that's on like if I wanted one, I would have it locked up properly. But I don't want one. Um, my 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 taste for them has slowly gotten to the point where I don't like them anymore. You know, you know what I mean. Like I like shooting guns; it's mm-hmm. fun. But I don't want them in the house. I don't want to own one. I don't even want to. Like I, they, it, it I, I've gotten what would be called gun shy. Um, the last time I went and shot guns, I shot. I shot an AR-15 and a Glock with Beantooth a couple Christmases ago. Had a blast. Um, uh, Beantooth very uh, is actually very uh, responsible, smart gun owner. He knows the the heritage behind each piece that he owns, and um, he, he he's taken classes. He's very very safe, and that's the kind of guy. Like I get that, but mm-hmm. I'm not responsible enough to have a gun in the house. No, you're not. I don't even like to have scotch in the house. Like there's certain things I don't want in the house whatsoever. Oh, we're getting rock and rolling all the way to the end, Melissa. It's time for Power Grooves. My song this week is uh, Angela by Motley Crue. It's off of a new compilation called Supersonic Relics. Um, It was first on their compilation Decade of Decadence, which was a very, very popular greatest hits collection. Um, But it's one of those songs that it sounds like it could have been off of Shout at the Devil. It sounds like it could have been off um, uh, any of their, their, their earlier records, um, but it wasn't. It was just on these two compilations, and I, I, was, I was listening to it the other day. I was listening to this new Supersonic Relics release, and if you're a big Motley Crue fan, and they only have such a limited catalog that you do get kind of burned out on some of the songs, uh, I, I, I can't recommend enough the sweet, sweet crew grooves of uh angela uh go ahead and give that a listen melissa what have you been listening to you were listening to some new music this week uh i was but i don't remember. you don't even know what the name of that song is do you mm, no yeah are you sure i mean i can look it up on my phone well look it up look it up we have a minute i don't know i just listen to things and you and brooks and i tell you forget. what no one prepares Y'all, you know what this? You know this is at the end of the show. You know this is coming, Brooks. Fucking Brooks. I don't <laughs> know this Brooks. shit. I don't listen to it. Uh, was it "Looking Too Closely" by Fink? I think discovered that, that one. That was it. That was it. And that's a pretty good song. As far as uh, we don't always agree on music. Uh, also, so what? What is it again? Hmm? What is that song again? I forgot. "Looking Too Closely." Yeah, good song. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a wreck from uh from uh, Lady Daddy number one, Melissa. Uh, also, I wanted to remind you that um, I have made, a lot of people have asked me, will you make um, uh, playlists of all the power groups? And instead, uh, and I don't know if Brooks will follow suit, but I've made a giant playlist, over 200 songs. Um, it's called Power Moves Grooves uh, Dash Burns. You'll be able to find that on um, on Spotify. And that is... It, it's a, and it's an ever evolving thing. I'll continually, when I find something new that I really like, but that's a, a big fat sampling of the music that I tend to listen to. Um, 
on a daily basis in my headphones when I'm going for walks or panicking around the neighborhood. Wait, Brooks is supposed to do the same thing? No, he doesn't have to. Oh. See, a lot of people wanted us to have a, a one playlist and a listener has already done that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm greedy and I don't want, sometimes Brooks has a song that I'm like, eh, I don't know. You just kind of got to be in your ass for this fucking, just for this song right now. But is it longevity? Oh, Two completely different types of right, and if it vibes. and you can't and you can't tell whose song is whose if it's one playlist. So I just made one big playlist to put well, you my don't fucking want people foot to down. Think that one of Brooks's crappy songs could be. They're not crappy. They're just different, and it's it's a completely different vibe. And I think that um, if you you, you don't necessarily we we like a lot of the same stuff. You know, we like mm-hmm. a lot of the same like Tom Petty type, Bruce Springsteen, etc. But I'm much much more of a hip hop fan where Brooks is almost completely void of any sort of hip hop. That is true. Um, And I I would say I go like 50, 50, 30, 30, 30. I like, I like a lot of country, a lot of alt country, a lot of classic rock, a lot of metal. And then a huge chunk of uh, my listening is dedicated to uh, hip hop jams because I'm uh, perpetually 12 years old looking for uh, NWA cassettes. Uh, I got to remind you guys, if you live in Los Angeles, what day is it, Melissa? Popman's Saturday the 5th. Saturday the 5th. Jesse Pop is recording his new album in Los Angeles. It's a very small venue. There's only like Oh my ribs. Oh my ribs. Is that that's the name of the venue? I think so, yes. I think that's right. Um you go check out Popman live. And Popman, one of my personal, not only a dear friend and a family member, but also one of my favorite stand-up comedians of all time. And that's that's part of the joy of of having this group of friends is that you admire your buddies in a, in a, in a weird way. And I, you got to come check them out. There's two shows. It's like a 40 seat theater. It's going to be fucking tight and it's going to be fucking rock and roll, man. Pop man is goddamn hilarious. So check that out. Um, yeah. You want to go check out the new captain Carl, uh, captain Carl pizza ship, uh, t-shirts. Those are on power moves with Mike Burns.com. Also, uh, you know what we didn't do this week? We didn't do any uh, P-mail. We didn't do any stories from the daddies. So uh, for some reason, that just didn't fit into the, into the, uh, into the program. Uh, I, I, also, a lot of people, I, I had a small sampling, but a lot of people I feel like were on vacation and writing me a fucking email about the time they went duty in a uh, Burger King or something. <laughs> it wasn't on their top priority. So, uh, yeah, go shoot me one of those. I want to hear some lady daddy stories. I, we've had lady daddy stories. One of the best stories that we've ever had was from a lady daddy. Um, I don't know exactly what it was off the top of my head. Oh, no, it's uh, a lady daddy gets all hammered and goes to work. And then her boss leaves and she's in the back of a dry cleaner. And she uh, she masturbates at work while she's all fucked up on like a, two Xanax or something. Jeez. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. And a very well-written piece. That's a nice thing. All the people that send in stories, and you don't have to be uh, flowery with your words and um, like like write a goddamn masterpiece, but people are just have fun with it. That's what it's all about. It's not about being a good writer. It's about having fun with your writing, and that's what makes the best fucking stories. Is that it? You got anything else to add, Melissa? Nah. Thank you for joining me. You were a really good sport today. You're welcome. You did a great job. Eh. See, you can say that you were on a big time podcast now and everyone will be real impressed. Really looking forward to the weekend, (laughs) you guys. Big toilet got the hammer down, heading up to Tennessee to a cabin. 
gonna play lots of drinking and play lots of euchre. That's what Tordor's gonna do.